Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Penny who just couldn't stop the beat Yes, with roller skates on her feet loved to Of course it's recently to see Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. Very excited for today's guest. When I did Beetlejuice, I couldn't have asked for a nicer, better stage husband than David Josephsberg. He's done over 10 Broadway shows, among them Waitress, Honeymoon in Vegas, and of course, Beetlejuice. Welcome to the show, David. Carrie, I'm home. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from the show almost. Yes, it is. Barbara, I'm home. So tell me, what do you miss most about me? <laughs> I mean, I can't even count the ways. There's so many. I miss the hugs. I miss the cheer. I miss the vegan recipes. <laughs> that was a joke. I know. <laughs> okay. For our listeners, why don't you tell everybody, we always start out with like your journey to becoming an actor. Like, did you always grow up knowing this was what you wanted to do. How did it all start in Long Island, right? Yes, started on Long Island uh, about, you know, what I'm 27, so 25 years ago. Uh, just kidding. So about, uh, I started, I was a really good singer at when I was five. And so I got a lot of attention mm -hmm. at it. So I, I think I would say oh. I actually, yeah, right from the beginning, I knew it. I was in shows when I was a kid. My parents took me in when I was 13 to audition for Oliver and the first I, I didn't get it but the first guy got it the second guy got the understudy and I was in the newspaper and that was good enough for me so I had the bug that's just like me I, I got I, in the newspaper when I auditioned for Annie and didn't get in it look at Did, us were your parents were your parents into theater oh my god so my dad was a New York City police officer and my mom was a teacher and they yeah they loved they loved theater they 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 played me oh. I think a chorus line for me when I was a kid and took me to Greece. And I was like, nothing, I felt nothing. Wait, I think I like this. 
<laughs> so then uh, my bar mitzvah theme was David on Broadway. And it, it just went from there. That's right. You posted pictures of that online, right? Totally. Totally. That's so cool. Yeah. So did you go to college for performing? I did. First, actually, I went to a theater high school on Long Island, the Cultural Arts Center. So for half my day, oh, it nice. was yeah, it was taught by these great folks who had been on Broadway and in New York City and I think in the movie uh, of, of West Side Story. And they had great people mm. there teach us so many great things. And then... I was I went to NYU for acting and realized, well, okay, maybe this is good, but maybe I should move to the musical theater department. And oh. so that's where things really started to click. <laughs> okay, so you didn't get any you auditioned for Oliver as a kid, but you didn't get any like big parts while as a kid did you audition for other stuff or No, I mean that was the the only thing that I did besides that was that my dad was a also a bodyguard sometimes and he uh, was a bodyguard for Madonna and some people and Al Pacino. Oh. And so I did audition to become one of her dancers. But unfortunately, I was not good enough. And then I said, you know what? Let's <laughs> hold off until, yeah. you know, going to college. And so I didn't get my big yeah, first smart. Name. Yeah, until after college. And so how did you get your first, for, what was your first job? Well, so interesting. So I guess the first real job going to NYU was so awesome because Martin Charnin came and did a master class and he put me in a workshop. Oh. And so I got my equity card, which meant that when I got out of school, it was very hard for me to get a job. So I was a Wait, waiter. You got your equity card from a workshop? Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, well, we did a workshop of it. And then we did it at like uh, the, the Depot Theater upstate New York. Oh. And so oh, I wow, had to cool. join. Okay. And so I didn't oh. get my first. My first big thing then was uh, the tour of Les Mis, which changed my That's life. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. How far out of school did you get that? Uh, it was about, I would say, almost two years. Wow. So did you get an agent right out of school? I did get an agent right out of school. Gary Krasny was my first agent. Love Gary. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, you know, I did it little shows here. And I did Baby at some yeah. theater, some, somewhere out in Jersey. What are some little things? Okay. But it took about two, about two full years before I got this big job. And all of those 10 years of just dreaming about it before, after the Oliver fiasco. Oh, I mean, Oliver was a, was a, although the show closed in a week, so. You know, who knows? Maybe it would have been better <laughs> when, had I been the Artful Dodger. When people ask you, what's the role that got away? Do you say Oliver? Because <laughs> I say Annie. <laughs> well, I mean, Annie would be huge for you, right? That's a kid for me. Yeah. I was like, I'll be the Artful Dodger. It wasn't, I mean, who <laughs> so knows? it wasn't that much of a dream role. It was, <laughs> I mean, I guess at the time it really was. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing a series on uh, how we do eight shows a week on Broadway. And I know you love breathwork. So I thought maybe you could tell us a little bit about it. I haven't started it yet, but I, I really, really want to. I know you should really, I mean, I mean, you will come and sing for me too. Elizabeth Teeter is coming this week. How, I mean, that's some good stuff. Oh. So yeah. So breathwork. Unfortunately, this won't be won't in, be in time I for know. people to see that, but they can go back and see it. I'm sure you, you save them or no. You know, yes, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, now when this comes out, you know, Carrie is singing next week. Look at that. Now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you do it every single week? I actually, you know, during, during uh, Beetlejuice, I was doing it like once a month, twice a, twice a month. And now I'm, I'm back to doing it every single week because I started it once and they said, I said, would you guys do this every week? Because it really is a great thing to do. I mean, you could do it a few times a week, but yeah. so everyone's really doing it once a week. Okay. So tell us about it. All right. 
So I'll tell you about me first. I started, I became a personal trainer about 10 years ago. Then I became a, a, a health coach because I wanted to go deeper into the why people do the things they do because that's more important. And then in the pandemic, I found this thing called breath work, which is sort of like a physical meditation that allows you to connect to the things, your truth, right? Without all these layers of stuff that we put on top of it, without our voice in our head that says we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, built on all of these experiences we had in the past. It lets you be in the moment and remember who you are and the things that you want. So for me, it keeps me super healthy and and doing the things I want to do because it allows me to connect to that truth, right? And mm. when we're stressed, that's when we're that's when we go back to these habits where we're not healthy, right? If I don't have, mm. if we do a show and it's after the show and I've been doing just the show and I've been keeping myself healthy all day, then, then what do I want after the show? I want me time. I want bourbon. I want pizza. I want that. But that is really not, we can't do shows. I mean, Carrie, we can't do shows like that, right? We can't be eating the bad food. No. We can't be doing these things. No. So we got to find something that will replace that, will be a great reward in the same way as the food and bring me peace and alone time and mm -hmm. joy. And breathwork helps you do that. It's a, I didn't even tell you what it is, did I? No, no, you didn't tell us yet. So it's a physical meditation uh, where you breathe for about 28 minutes of connected breath. So you don't stop and it's th three breaths. It's two breaths in, one breath out, and you do it all through the mouth. It's crazy. I know we talk about it in life. We should be breathing through our noses 23 and a half hours a day. But here, this breathwork thing, you breathe a big breath into your belly, another one into your chest, and you release it. And the reason is, is because when we're stressed, when we have fear, when we have all this stuff stuck in our body, we have a breathing pattern, the short breaths, and we're not taking these full breaths. And so this helps you get at that stuff, pick it up and let it go so you can bring in some new stuff. And you're kind of guiding everyone through this. You're, you're talking while people are doing the breathing. So my version- And like trying to connect them. Yeah. Yeah. When I teach the class, it's about six or seven songs. And I pick these songs that go in a flow of like, fast to deeper to slow so that you can connect. Um, and I'm, t I'm doing quotes from all like positive quotes or, you know, whatever the subject mm -hmm. is like, it could be chasing dreams. It could be finding your joy. It could be letting go. Those are my favorites. And so I look up different quotes. And so we do that for about 25, 27 minutes. Then we scream and let the wow. stuff out. I know it's, it's, wow. a, it's work. It's breath work. Yeah. And you do the breath work mm -hmm. for the moments after. Uh, and it just connects uh -huh. you to this, it connects you really to your heart and to the the positivity of, of you know, it, it really does help you find your vulnerability and open up too. like what I always say at the end of class, like, you know, be kind to yourself, drink some water, uh, uh, call someone and tell them that you love them. That's what matters in this life, you know, stuff. Well, I definitely think that it works because you are one of the most positive people I know. <laughs> and also you don't let things get to you ever really in the all the time that I've known you and I remember do you remember this when you started Beetlejuice so getting put into a show is very stressful because you really don't especially a show like Beetlejuice where there's so much technical stuff going on you know you have a few days where you're rehearsing basically by yourself without all of the technical stuff and then you're kind of thrown on stage to to do it in front of an audience and I remember you being like I got to go I got to go meditate do you remember that? I totally, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it, right. it definitely seemed like it helped you because you were very calm then when you went when you got on stage for your first night. Yeah, and you know, you know, it, the truth is, like, I do breath work, like that specific type of breath work. But 
all kind of breathing is helpful. You know, I can take three minutes and do like a four, seven, eight breath where you take a, you know, four, sec uh, four seconds of breath in, hold it for seven and release it for eight. And just do that for a couple of minutes, just taking a minute to leave that those voices that are saying, oh, listen, you didn't rehearse with Carrie enough and there's uh, 10,000 people out there watching you and blah, blah, you know, so it's, it's really, it really is about all kinds of breath and focusing down meditating of any sort is really beneficial and helpful. Yeah, I did start meditating more during COVID because then I would be so stressed and I definitely felt like it helped me a lot too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would get books and stuff on it. I was going to say, I don't, I don't, first of all, number one, I don't know how you could be more positive. So it's going to be, uh, you might explode, Aww. you might explode all over, but uh, <laughs> it really is just that thing about the difference between self-medication and self-care. Like I can calm mm -hmm. myself down with a shot of bourbon. I can yeah. calm myself down with a pizza. Like it, it shuts everything down, but that doesn't align with my overall goals or, or my overall growth, whatever, however you want to say, because if, if a goal is to difficult or too strong. I mean, it's really about the, the path and the journey of it. So I, I think that's really what it's all about. Just finding these things that can, that are self-care rather than self-medication. And, and it's fine. Yeah. I love that. Also not being angry or mean to yourself or guilt, have guilt or shame when you do end up having a bourbon because that's okay too. Yeah. You always say that you, when I'm, I'm like, I ate the entire bag of pickled potato chips. Like, that's okay. It's okay. I'm, Maybe you needed that that day. Yeah. Well, because if you feel the guilt and shame, <laughs> between shows, you know. But you know what happens if you feel the guilt and shame with that? Then you go in a spiral, and then you're like, "Well, I'm I'm not being good to myself. I may as well just eat everything even more." You know right. What I, mean? I mean, I still can't believe you ate that whole bag. <laughs> you know, I did. You know, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Those pickled potato chips are my downfall. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> but speaking of what we eat, a lot of singers also have something that, I hope you don't mind I'm sharing, acid sure. reflux flux, right? You had oh, yeah. that too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's something. And so we really have to focus. I've had it before too. We really have to focus on um, what we eat when that happens. And also when we're eating, because that's something that really affects the voice. If you're out there and you're feeling like raspiness and you don't know what it is, it could be acid reflux. Yeah. The only thing that really stops me from, from, from singing like in shows when I've ever had difficulty has always been food related. It's not really, it's not mm. the same. Occasionally it can be screaming, right? Or if you're coughing yes. too much, that definitely, you know, that yes. causes damage. But the main thing is that is the, is the acid reflux. And I went through a whole, whole difficult time with that when I was in honeymoon in Vegas. It was really, really hard. I flew out to the Cleveland Clinic. What's going on? What is all this? And then I just basically oh. changed my diet mostly, drank more water, got off those, those acid reducer pills. And now it doesn't... I mean, I also correct. I don't eat two, a couple hours before the show. If I have a big song, I wait until at like after Barbara 2.0, I would then go and be like, I'm going to eat everything because I'm done. 
but then you don't want to eat too close to bed. There's so many right. stories with that. Yeah, Alex Brightman would always tell us, oh. we had this moment where we would always see him during the show, like in the second act. And like the only time he would like really go crazy eating would be on our day off. So he would always like tell us how he indulged on that day. But before the shows, he had to be really careful about what he ate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I so looked, I mean, he, what, I mean, those were some epic, epic indulgences, which also <laughs> is good too, right? To to give yeah. yourself, to be, that's what I'm saying, like to be able to have a bourbon or have a something on those days when you're not doing that, to be able to come back and, and live a livable, full life, because you're not going to not be able to do that. What kind of diet do you feel like you, has helped you most to do, have the energy to do the eight shows a week? And also not cause the acid reflex, things like that. Well, you're going to be very, very happy about this because <laughs> since the show has stopped, I, I have these two boys, one's 18 and one's uh, 14. And they, I've been, <laughs> I'm the short order cook. And I'm like, let me just cook buckets, lo bucket loads of meat and chicken and this. And so <laughs> I've been eating more meat and I've been feeling a little more sluggish and a little less, oh. you know, up. And so today I actually was like, you know what? Today I'm going to make hearts of palm uh, with my egg whites and see how that goes. And it just, it, it, it allows me to, another acid reflux problem. It allows me to drink so much less coffee because I'm not trying to <laughs> fight back from under-energized with coffee. So lots of veggies, good whole fruits, less, and we still do it, but less packaged foods that have all yeah. of these chemicals in them uh, and some meat. I certainly, you know, I'm not, and, and some cheese too. I can't put away the, the, full cheese. Yeah. I'm not going full vegan. Well, yeah. We should give a plug to your wife's program. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the best. It's, it's the same thing. It's um, my wife wrote a program called target 100. She used to work at weight watchers and she helped celebrity, like some of the celebrities like Jennifer Hudson and, and, and Charles Barkley and all these great people. And then she created her own program that is a holistic six pillars. So it doesn't, it's, it's nutrition and it's exercise like all of them, but it also really deals with stress relief. That's why I work for her sleep. Very important hydration, hugely important. And it differentiates um, exercise and movement because exercising one hour a, a day and then sitting around for 23 hours, like normally I'd come into the city to do an interview, right? But now we do them on Zoom and now we do this right. and we've lost so much movement in our lives. So movement as a mm -hmm. huge, huge pillar. Anyone else remember, uh, mm. did you used to have to change the channel on the television when you were a younger kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And th so that's a whole wellness program. If anyone is interested in, um, how can they find find that? Oh, I love that! You can go to target100.net. Um, they have we have you know beginners courses starting all the time. I lead a lot of them. I sing in a lot of them. Uh, we do stress relief at my at, at broadwaybreathwork.com. You know, it's it's all the health all the time right now. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. And what else do you do? I know you work out a lot before shows too, right? So, mm -hmm. so tell us what you do. So pretty much right now I've changed over. I used to be a guy who used to do a lot of uh, aerobic stuff, right? Running, getting on the treadmill, getting on the Peloton. But I really don't do that much anymore, especially when we were doing the show. It was, mm -hmm. you know, when you're doing a show, that's your aerobic exercise, I would say. Jumping mm. through floors. By the way, how are you feeling not right. having to jump in the, through the floor anymore? <gasps> Oh yeah, so it's been almost a month that when we're recording this, and I'm just just starting to feel back to normal. And you you'll be very proud of me. I am keeping up my Pilates, yeah. and I'm getting stronger. 
And I think because I was in a lot more pain than you during the show. And I think it's because I wasn't strong enough. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I was all like, I need to rest because I'm doing so much and I'm in pain, but I actually needed to get stronger. And so now, next show, whatever that's going to be, look out. You're going to be picking <laughs> people up just for fun. You'll be like, I'm Carrie Butler. There we go. So I think the lift, you you would lift weights a lot, right? So yeah, that was my, my program was to lift five times a week um, and Ooh, not do- yeah, not do too much aerobic, but it, that's really what it is. It's about strength and it's about getting that. That's 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 what we really need, especially for me. I don't know as I, as I get older. I know I'm a lot older than you, uh, but <laughs> my hips and my things that the the more strength training I do with it, the so much the so much better I feel. And then during the show, you know, you remembered at a moment we would do hundreds of oh, push ups. Yes. We were doing fifty per show, and then we got it up to seventy five a show, and then a hundred. And I'm still in contact with Hunter. Uh, who was working backstage oh, with me? Are. I'm like, I need to start. Please hold me accountable. So we're still doing our push-ups in addition to whatever we do during the day. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter gave me the mushroom coffee. Yeah. Oh, remember? You know what? I'm so glad you said that because one of my clients in Target 100 is we're trying to. She and I are both trying to drop from four cups of coffee a day down. Oh. And I think I wonder if yeah. this mushroom. Are you still doing the mushroom? I really needed stuff for the show. And now that I'm <laughs> off, I don't, you right. know, I don't really drink coffee as it is. Um, but so if I needed a pick, I, I bought also bought the Om hot chocolate because, you know, th- there's supposed to be so many health benefits to the mushroom yeah. drinks. Yeah. So I, I bought that too. Just a side note. I know this is, we're, yes. we're going, but on, on the mushrooms, are you watching The Last of Us? No, I'm not. I heard it's very scary. My no. husband told me it's not for me. It's about mushrooms. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that it's for you, but the mushroom faces and the mushroom people take over. Yeah, I don't think we should watch it. Let's not, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not for me. <laughs> I think that really covered our maintenance for doing the, the shows. What do you feel like is the hardest part of the business? since both of us have been doing it forever. Wow. The hardest part of the business. Well, you know, we were, we we talk about how we're both so supremely positive, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a very, it's a hard business, right? Uh, you get your mm-hmm. hopes up, you get all these mm-hmm. things, you get excited for things that you really want to do. And then, and then maybe yeah. they don't, they don't come, they don't happen. Or you do a show for 10 years of readings of it and it finally comes to Broadway and you have a great part and you get mentioned in the times and that show lasts for four or five weeks. So yeah, I guess that the starting and the stopping, you know, I, I would say that this is what I tell my kids that when I am, um, when I'm teaching stuff is what's super hard, which I've changed, which is I used to hate auditioning and get so fearful and think I have to learn every single word and I have to be perfect and I have to give them what they want. So that was the most difficult thing for me. But when things changed was when I decided to make the audition itself, because what do we do more than perform? Audition, rehearse, practice, do things. So I made that sort of like the performance of like, I get to do this. I don't have to do this. Yeah, that's what I always do. Yeah. So I have fun and it's not about the expectation of getting it or not. You know, yeah. there's still some on some of the big parts, but for sure, you know, so that's it. Like my wife always talks about how she had to get out of the business because it was so hard that in other jobs, you put in all this work and you, you move forward and you get the jobs and you get the money right. and your career goes forward here. We put in all the work and we might not get it. Or even if we do get yep. it when we're done with Beetlejuice, we don't know what comes next. Yeah. 
There's no guarantees no guarantee. ever. And and the amount of work that you put in really has no because <laughs> everybody else put in that amount of work too. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the only thing you can think of is that every time you go in and do a good audition, it's like money in the bank and they'll remember you. And then when the part that you're perfect for comes along, yeah, you'll be ready. And, and so in that small way, um, the work that you've put in pays it forward kind of. Yeah. And you, and truly like, you know, you get to perform this for these people and you get to play fun characters and, and meet new people instead of thinking of like, yeah. I have to do everything in my power to be what they want me to be, you know? Yeah. Is that your main advice that you give to young performers as they're starting out? Or do you have any other little? I have that. That's one of my gems. big ones. My, that's one of my biggest yeah. one of my second one, which you're so good at. And I, I work at it, which is like, be kind. You know what I mean? Be- <laughs> you're always kind. You're All way right. more All kind right. than me. That's not true. I think we're pretty kind equal. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, be, be kind and have, fun, be, be someone who people want to work with because Yes. You know, you know, that's that's huge for me. And wait, there's a third one that I always say. Oh, so interestingly, I've created a lot of parts, but I also have come in and replaced some of the bad, you know, well, well mm-hmm. Rob McClure and Chris Fitzgerald. And I think bringing who you are to yes. what you do is so extremely important because if you're yes, you can put some things on top of yourself, but if you're not mm-hmm. bringing who you are to it, then they're going to see the person who's more authentic and bring who they are to each thing, right? Like, it doesn't mean I'm not going to like hit the joke the way Rob McClure hits it or do something the way he does, but I have to make it my own and through my, what I do. Yes, you know? so smart. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with us, David Jessesberg. Thank you for having you. me, Carrie Butler. I miss you too. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like me to come to your school or theater group and give a masterclass or a talk back, please reach out at carriebutlercoach.com. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please go to bpn.fm slash breaking broadway and subscribe, like, or share. Together you and I are breaking Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.